Hey guys, welcome back. Today's passage is a little bit interesting. This one was used so much during COVID by so many different people to prove so many opposing opinions about government and stuff. And um, reading through this during COVID was interesting because it was like, okay, like this is in the context of the book itself. And what is this actually saying? So um, I didn't even really take it in the spin concerning code specifically but yeah i hope you guys enjoy this section and uh let's just see what the lord's talking about here our passage today is first peter 2 verses 11 to 17 beloved i urge you as sojourners and exiles to abstain from the passions of the flesh which wage war against your soul keep your conduct among the gentiles honorable so that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may see your good deeds and glorify God on the day of visitation. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Live as people who are free, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but living as servants of God. Honor everyone, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the emperor. I wonder if the passions of the flesh mentioned here is a general sweeping remark, or if it's referencing the malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander in verse 1 of this chapter. As exiles and strangers in a foreign land, among Gentiles after this dispersion, I can see how in either case the passions of the flesh, or our natural tendency just to react crappily in crappy circumstances, becomes all the more desirable to us. Yet Peter encourages acting honorably instead as a witness to the Gentiles, even if that honorability was mocked or seen as evil by them. The passions of the flesh waged war against our souls. Talk about taking the conversation to the spiritual realm level. That whole dynamic of my actions and passions affecting my soul is still a strange idea to me. The soul. I know I have one, but sometimes it's so hard to distinguish what my soul is and what it's not. How do I sense or feel my soul? Also, I'm told that if I do good, I put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. This is why I submit to authority, too. By doing good, I silence ignorant, foolish people. Action is always undeniable. No matter the opinions of others, when you simply do what is good in the face of rampant ideas, your good deeds speak far louder than ignorant or foolish philosophies do. It's hard to judge anyone when they're doing something good while you do nothing at all. I love that following Jesus means taking action and actually changing, is not simply agreeing with ideas. It's supposed to be love lived out loud and on the ground. It's both active and practical. Live as people who are free. I love that. That's one of my favorite parts about living for him. I'm to live in freedom, but not freedom to do evil or just do whatever I want. It's freedom to live as though I belong to him. I'm to steward my freedom. Living is free in Jesus and free to live as his. Do good. Do stuff like honor everyone, like love my fellow believers, fear God, and honor my authorities. Honoring everyone is something I want to get better at. To encounter anyone and treat them honorably, regardless of position or station. I'm free. 
and living in freedom involves honoring everyone and seeing them as God does, even when they don't see me as he does. I think circling back just to the COVID comment earlier, when everyone was using this as like, you just have to submit to your authorities and all this stuff, I just really feel like the bigger point of this passage is our behavior and being good, even when that concept of goodness doesn't meet with a worldly standard, to, in our own relationships with the Lord, be right with Him and be acting in a way that honors Him, no matter what the opinions of culture are, and to, in that, honor our authorities and honor each other in the best way we can in keeping with our conscience. I just, it's interesting how so many people can have all these ideas of what goodness is, and they can be very opposing ideas by people who both really love the Lord, and that can get really confusing when you're like, why are all these very godly people disagreeing so strongly on how we should go forward? And I think one thing I've just been learning lately is like, the church is so diverse and so big for a reason, and that's because God is so diverse and so much bigger even than his church, and what if he has us in such different places, even though so many of us know him well and love him well because he needs all those different expressions to communicate his heart to this world. That what if we're all right to some extent because he is showing a different side of his heart through his people in different ways. And by all right, I don't mean we're all right in like a universalist kind of way. We're like, oh, all ways are the right way, but more in there's a way that we can disagree with each other and still be equally honoring to the Lord in our actions and in how we treat one another. Anyways, that's all my thoughts on this passage for the day. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. And also, if you guys ever have comments or feedback or have questions for me, please feel free to reach out. I'd love to have a conversation with you guys and just talk about some of this stuff. I think that would be really cool. Have a great day, guys. I hope you enjoyed this one.